Making the jump from corporate life to self-employed can be terrifying. There can be so many things to consider and plan out and the whole experience can seem a little overwhelming. Trust me, I know that feeling all too well. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the experience that I had from taking the leap from corporate life out into setting up my own business, The Right Remark, and I'm going to share with you some of the things that I've learned along the way. Don't go anywhere. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Right Remark podcast. It is so good to be back for season two. I'm your host, Vanessa Barrington. And in today's episode, I am going to be talking about my journey of starting a business. Now, for some of you who may not know, before I started the Right Remark, I worked in lots of corporate jobs. For around 12 or 13 years, in fact, I worked in all sorts of different organizations from nonprofit to government, to large corporates in PR, marketing, and communications. Now, I know firsthand just how daunting it can be to take the leap of leaving the security of a job to going out and starting up your own business. But I also know what a great feeling it is when all that hard work pays off. So in today's episode, I wanted to share how I jumped from corporate to being a business owner, and you can too. Now, before I dive into this week's episode, I would love, if you haven't already, to hit subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your Apple Podcasts app. And if you're on Instagram, don't forget to snap a selfie of you watching and tag the right remark, and I'll share it on my socials. Now, I'm going to take you back to December 2016. Now, Back then, I was working about a bazillion hours a week for a big corporate organization as a communications manager. Now, I joined this company in a midweight role. I got promoted. I built a high-performing team, and I was really kicking ass, to be honest, at work. Five and a half years in, things were going really swimmingly. But the thing was, they kind of weren't. It was nearing Christmas, and I was absolutely exhausted. At that point, of the year, I had done around 14 interstate trips away from my family. My kids hardly ever saw me. I never, ever took a lunch break. And sometimes I didn't leave the office before midnight. As a working super mum and closet hippie, my idea of balance was completely skewed. Now, at that time, I wasn't looking after myself. My husband and I had no time to enjoy the fruits of all my successes of working hard because all I did was work all the time. I was grumpy, I was tired, and if I'm really honest with myself, I was probably on the verge of burnout at that point. Now, I'd had a niggling dream to set up this business and help market nonprofits and some startups and other businesses that help others for years. And in fact, if you've listened to my first podcast, you will know that I think I had the idea for the right remark at the ripe old age of around 24. But until that point in December 2016, I'd really buried the dream. 
it had been 10 years of me ignoring what I really wanted to do in order to raise my two kids, get the high profile job, get the recognition, climb the corporate ladder, become a manager, manage the team. I wanted to do and have all the things. And now that I had all those things, I realized it wasn't actually what I wanted at all. Even though I doubled my salary in the previous five years and from an outsider's point of view, I probably was really, you know, kicking all these goals. But, you know, it wasn't really what I wanted. So I sat down at that point and I took a really good hard look at myself. I realized at that time that I had been sacrificing everything that I really wanted to avoid looking at where my journey might be able to take me. So I think I was afraid of taking the leap because I thought that being the main income earner, that I wouldn't be able to feed our children, that, you know, maybe I wouldn't be successful. What if people would judge me? There were all the fears there. But I knew at that point I just couldn't pretend anymore. So I quit my job. (laughs) I had at that point in time really no plan apart from the fact that I was going to have a crack at setting up a business. I had a very long and well-deserved holiday and then I leapt into building my dream business, the right remark. And I have to say now almost four, well, four years actually this month later that I haven't looked back and I'm still going strong. So what advice do I have if you're looking to take the leap? Well, today I wanted to chat a little bit about that. Now, before I do though, I want to say it is so easy for all of us, myself included, to get caught up in perfectionism, thinking that we're not good enough and worrying about what other people think. Now, I know every successful person that I've ever met says this, but honestly, I can say wholeheartedly, if you say yes, as in you follow your heart, do what you love, back yourself and really give that thing that you're wanting to have a go, a red hot crack the universe will say yes right back to you. I believe that everything does happen for a reason, but the thing is we get lazy, we get fearful, and sometimes we just need to jump in and get on with it. So that is exactly what I did. Now, here's some of the things that I learned on that journey. It has definitely been a wild ride over the last four years. The first thing I learned is that your success when you set up your own business is no longer defined by anyone else. When you're inside an organization or you're in a full-time permanent role, you have some kind of a sense of job security. But look, if we're really honest, in 2020, is there really any such thing as job security? I think not. Looking back now, I really wish I hadn't thought that I didn't have any options and that's why I really procrastinated for as long as I did before I stepped out on my own. My earning potential is now limitless. Whereas if I'd stayed in that corporate environment, my growth would have been based on someone else's view and perspective of what I could earn and where I could go. I think that has honestly been the biggest benefit for me in setting up my own business. The second thing that I learned is that when you set up your own business, you will work hard, you will wear many hats and success most definitely doesn't happen overnight. Something that people don't often realize is how much is actually involved in setting up a business. I know I certainly didn't. This was something that really surprised me and that I just didn't expect. When I first started out, I think I estimated it would take around three months for me to set up my brand, set my website up and kind of refine my value proposition and put myself out there into the world. 
The reality is that four years later, there are still some aspects of my business that I'm refining and getting right. And I think that journey actually never ends as a business owner. When you are the person wearing all of the hats, there's always something to do. Over the years, I have played all the roles. I've played bookkeeper, marketing person, social media manager, PR consultant. I've been the specialist. I've been the account manager to the clients. I've been the admin chick, the courier, the coordinator of legal contracts, market research, and so on and so on. You really do all the things at the beginning. And I think that is especially true when you're running a startup micro business. Now, fast forward a few years and I do have a little bit more help at hand, but that is something I just hadn't expected. There was going to be so many different things for me to learn and to do, and it did involve me needing to be flexible and and learn to be able to wear those many hats. The other thing that I learned is that you just need to find your niche and it's so important that you do niche down. Now, as a marketer, I preach this to my clients all the time. But I also know from experience how hard it is to do this. I spent a lot of time at the beginning of the business thinking about all the different products and services I could offer. And the thing is, because I have quite a broad experience across marketing and PR and writing and editing and all these different areas, I wanted to go out there and promote and be and do all the things. Now, Looking back, I think one of the most important things that I've done through the course of my business journey is actually to niche down and get really clear on the objectives of the right remark. Doing this has allowed me to set myself apart from my competitors and know that what I'm offering is completely unique and that nobody else out there can offer what I offer. So my advice to you, if you're looking to take the leap is to really think about what makes your offering or value proposition unique. Something I see so often, and I was absolutely guilty of myself in the beginning, is trying to be all the things to all the people. The reality is everybody is not your customer and you may be able to offer all the things in your area of expertise, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you should. So I know that you have a special skill that no one else has and getting right down the heart of what that is and what you're naturally very good at and putting that out there and focusing on that in your efforts is going to be the key to your success. Now, one of the other things that I definitely learned, and when I say learned this, this is something that I actually teach others, but I honestly found that until I did this myself, that I didn't see the growth in my business that I was looking to have. And that is investing in a marketing plan. Now, I guess being a marketer myself, I was lucky in that I could do this myself. But if you aren't a marketer, I would highly recommend investing in somebody who can do this for you. Because when you have a plan in place, your success will just soar. When I was starting out, I knew that there was just so many different ways in which I could market and promote my business. And I was trying at the very beginning to do all the things. I was planning all the social channels. I was looking at all these different ideas for the website. I was looking at online courses. I was signing up to all these different networking events, events, business memberships, conferences, masterclasses, all the things. And the reality is there's only so much of that stuff that you can actually do. And what happens is you end up 
doing so much planning that you're not actually getting anything done. And so I found by getting a marketing plan in place and getting really clear on what my objectives were and getting clear on my investment, that was where I started to see success. So get a marketing plan in place if you don't have one. Get clear on your investment and think about where you're going to put your efforts in. You're so much better to do less and do it well than try and do everything. And I can honestly say I'm speaking from experience in that respect. Now, my final point that I learned, and this one is one that I'm definitely continuing to practice on a regular basis, and that is progress over perfection. If I could go back and give myself advice when I was first starting up the right remark, I would have said to myself, let go of being perfect. I focus so much on everything needing to be 150% sorted out before starting anything and I honestly wasted so much time. I've learned now that it's so much better to put a product out into market and not have it 100% but refine it based on your client's feedback, based on market research based on new trends and what's evolving in the industry. It's so much better to do that than try to get something perfect from the get-go. It's just simply not possible. And it honestly results again in just being frozen. So that is something I really definitely learned the hard way. And I have to continue to practice that. You know, I think perfection is something that we all struggle with from time to time. And particularly if you're a bit like me and you're an A-type personality, you want everything to be 100%. So those are my key learnings, guys. I mean, there were so many others, but I think those points in particular for, for me when I was making the leap were so important. So just to recap, I can say the leap is worth it. Your earning potential when you first start out is truly limitless. And the good thing about running your own business is you'll no longer be defined by someone else's version of success. You will work hard, you will wear many hats and success doesn't happen overnight but I promise you that it is worth the effort. As I mentioned before, finding your niche and getting really clear on your objectives is super important as well as getting a marketing plan in place and don't forget, focus on progress, not perfection. Now, if you're interested in learning more about me or The Right Remark, or you want to chat about how I might be able to help you in your business or taking the leap, head on over to therightremark.com or you can check out my Instagram at The Right Remark. Now, next episode, I am going to be chatting to a fantastic lady who has a huge amount of experience in the speaking circuit. She runs a speakers bureau here in Melbourne and I'm going to be talking to her all about how to crack into the public speaking circuit and what people are looking for in that space. So you don't want to miss that episode guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you've got any questions don't forget to hit me up via a DM on Instagram or feel free to drop me a line via the website. Talk to you next week guys. See ya.